Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of The Backup Plan. My name is Meredith Kate. I am a 38-year-old cisgendered by white woman, pronouns she, her, living in Southern California, working in the entertainment industry. That is the three-second elevator pitch for you. <laughs> to start out this first episode of The Backup Plan, I want to tell you a little tale and start at the beginning. It's a very good place to start. I met my gay best friend, Michael, at a small liberal arts college in northern Florida in a year that I guess I can list because I've already said I'm 38. The year was 2003. I had just started college, moved away from home. I'm from Maryland originally. And, you know, it was my greatest hope in moving to college and studying theater arts that I would find the will to my grace. I was desperately wishing for a gay best friend. And I mean, I ended up getting them in spades, but the one who stood out the most, the pea in my pod, the peanut butter to my jelly was Michael. And we became such fast friends. We were absolutely magnetic to each other. Our families ended up becoming close. Like it went beyond just a collegiate friendship to oh, this guy's family. Like He has always been there for me. If you go back to my college graduation photos, there's no picture of just me and my family. He is in all of them <laughs> and, and is welcome to be in all of them because we were together all of the time. We did everything together before class, after class, weekends, holidays. And I would say sometime around senior year, he had... <laughs> dream that since we were both taking 21 credits and we both had active social lives and we were both doing extracurriculars that we might as well throw a baby in the mix as well, right? Why not? And the dream ended rather tragically. I'm going to let him tell that part of the story when I have him on uh, a future episode. But his mother took it as a sign we were meant to be together. And I even bought him a turkey baster that year for Christmas as a joke. Not long after college ended, we moved to Orlando at about the same time. And, you know, I remember there was a minivan that was launching and they put this website up as a marketing campaign where you could upload a picture of yourself and your partner to see what your child would look like. And that picture has been a running gag for the rest of our friendship. I've even printed it out on posters and taken it to the airport with big block letters that said, your baby's been waiting for you. Um, anyway, after Orlando, we both built up our careers in different places. I moved out to Los Angeles to work in the entertainment industry, as I said. He moved up to Alaska, where he was able to work remotely for his job. And he's traveled the world. And now we've gotten to this place where we're both in our late 30s. And my father died two years ago. And that was obviously a real monumental moment in my life. And the year after that happened really pulled things into a sharp relief for me, where I said to myself, I'm ready to start my own family, and I'm ready to start my family on my own terms. So I decided that I was going to do that. And I didn't really know how, but just I knew that was the direction to start moving in. And so I sat down to have dinner with him because he just happened to be in town the first anniversary of my dad's passing. And 
I mentioned wanting to have a baby, mentioned wanting to do it on my own. And without me even asking, he offered up his little swimmers. So it must be meant to be, right? So I'm going to do it. I'm going to get pregnant with the help of my gay best friend. I'm excited because I've always wanted to be a mom. There was a moment in time post-Trump election, post-Me Too, this climate change that we've got going on, the pandemic, where I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to bring somebody else into this world. But my therapist said something very enlightening to me. And she said, you've got to take the elevator from your head to your heart. And what does your heart really want? What is your heart telling you to do? What is your gut instinct? And it really brought me closer to what I feel I need to do. And would it be nice to do this with a partner? Would it be nice to have somebody who I could rely on and trust? Of course, but you know, it's a wild world out there and I haven't met that person and it hasn't been for lack of trying. I've been on the apps, I've been out in the real world and it just has disappointed me. (laughs) So I'm not opposed to dating and I'm not opposed to somebody joining me on this adventure at some point, but this is an adventure that I'm looking forward to starting on my own. And so that's where you come in, the audience. I've decided to share this journey because when I made this choice, I started looking up resources online and I just couldn't find anything that I saw myself in. There is a movement out there called Single Mothers by Choice, but something about that feels haughty and dated to me. Because there are a lot of mothers out there who are single, not by choice, and I can still learn from them. And there are fathers out there that are single by choice or not by choice, and I can learn a lot from them as well. And I basically decided to start this podcast to put out into the world what I am seeking to find. I want to talk to people who are happy about starting families on their own terms. You know, I want to talk to someone who's excited to embark on a new chapter in their life. I want to talk to people who are proud of their identities. I want to have conversations with people who are in the same boat as me or learn from somebody who's just done it. I want to talk to experts. I want to talk to folks who have been there. I want to look at products that make the whole thing easier because I am into smart tech and I'm into anything that makes anything more efficient. I am German and a Capricorn. I can't help myself. So I want to have fun doing it. Like that's the number one thing. I just, I want to meet cool people. I want to share funny stories. I want to be honest about the experience, but not spook anybody away from doing it. I think we're all capable humans, you know? So here we are. It's a short first episode. I just wanted to give you a lay of the land and where I'm at. If you would like to join along in this journey or contribute in any way, we're on social media. It's Backup Plan Pod on Instagram and TikTok. I've got a YouTube and a Facebook parked too, so you can go ahead and follow there. And we'll see what we can upload there shortly. The website is BackupPlanPod.com and the email address is info at BackupPlanPod.com. And you can send in voice notes or questions or your own experience. If you'd like to talk to me here on the pod, hit me up. Let's let's see what we can do, right? And if you want to follow my personal account, I'm Meredith K8. So that's M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H-K and the number eight. That'll be down in the show notes for you. 
And, you know, rate, subscribe, follow, do all of the things, heart things, hit the notification bell, whatever you need to remind you that I exist. I truly appreciate it. So thanks for listening and stay tuned for a second episode because I'm starting off with two. We're just going to upload both of them right away. The next episode is a little bit of a retrospective on ways that I started prepping for this back in March. And uh, that involves OBGYN appointments and an acupuncturist that I didn't love. Spoiler alert. But, you know, there's a lot of ways to start prepping for something like this. And those were my first steps when I got serious about it. So excited to have you here. Thank you for joining in and looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye. The Backup Plan is created, produced, and hosted by me, Meredith Kate. Julian Hagens is my co-producer. You can find us on social media at Backup Plan Pod. The best place to get updates is to sign up for our newsletter at BackupPlanPod.com, where we also post all episodes, show notes, and transcripts. Thank you for listening. Listening.